I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Oxlang, an OPM podcast by the Philippine Daily Inquirer, powered by Puma Podcast. At ako po ang host nyo, si Tina Arceo Dumlao, Business Features Editor ng Inquirer. If you're wondering what an economic journalist is doing with a music podcast, eh mahilig din lang talaga ako sa music, particularly OPM, yung sariling atin. In today's episode, I'd like to talk about revivals or covers, yung pag-reinterpret or pag-record ng isang kanta by another artist. Hindi ito bagong fenomenon. Matagal na itong ginagawa by both foreign and local artists and iba-iba rin ang dahilan. Minsan, dahil gusto lang talaga ng isang bagong grupo o recording artist ang isang kanta, kaya gusto nila gumawa ng sarili nilang version. At meron ding mga revivals na ginagawa para ma-introduce ang isang lumang kanta sa bagong generation ng mga listeners. Done right? Revivals can actually send up sounding better than the first recording, such that the new artists end up quote-unquote owning the song, or at the very least, acknowledged for having done justice to the original. Think Aretha Franklin with respect, originally sung by Otis Redding Jr., or yung torn na debut single in 1997 of Natalie Imbruglia, but first done by Edna Swap. In this episode, I chose five Filipino songs that I believe are examples of revivals done the right way. Let's see if you'll agree with my choices. I'm sure you have your own. So here goes. Number one, Yung Yugan Na by P.O.T. Sing it people, let's get on there. This song with that irresistible bass line guaranteed to get you up and dancing was first recorded in the late 1970s by Advisors, a band led by Ting Bernabe known for its funky sound. It was already a hit then, but it became even more popular when it was reinterpreted 20 years later by P.O.T., fronted by the late Carl Roy. P.O.T. has been described as a funky rock band that, and I quote, arrived on the limping alternative music scene of Manila with a sound and fury of a fireball, but just as quickly burned out. P.O.T. has, however, remained a cult classic. If you listen to them back-to-back, you'll notice that P.O.T. did not stray too far from the original. But you will instantly hear the more frenetic pace of P.O.T.'s cover right from the beginning, with the bass playing an even more dominant role here. Check out that instantly recognizable opening riff with the first few bars setting the tone for the entire song 
with POT playing at a slightly faster tempo than the advisors. And of course, there's the attitude behind the voice of iconic frontman Carl Roy, calling on the listeners to get up and dance. Sige na people, he said. Let's get on down. Sige na, sige na, sige na. And you would. That, plus the quintessential funky song complemented P.O.T.'s aesthetic so well that it helped propel the group to mainstream fame. Number 2. Tatsulok by Bamboo The song was written by Rom Dongeto Buklod, who wrote the song in 1989, inspired by the bicentennial celebration of the French Revolution. For years, it was mainly played during political rallies in keeping with the activist roots of Buklod, a group composed of Dongeto, René Bongkokan, and Noel Cabangon. They were mainly known in the underground for their protest music. Tatsulok, which painted a picture of society's inequalities and the urgent need to address them, was understandably quite popular among activists who have long been familiar with the image of the pyramid or a tatsulok showing inequality, with the masses at the bottom and the few elite on top. At the time that it first came out, the Philippines was still basking from the glory that was the 1986 People Power Revolution. But then there were stirrings of unrest because inequalities remained. Thus, Tatsulok's conclusion, Habang may Tatsulok at sila ang nasa tuktok, hindi matatapos itong gulo. But it took Bamboo, the former frontman of River Maya, to catapult it into the mainstream in 2007 when it was included in the We Stand Alone Together album. While Buklod's original version is rooted in folk rock and featured an easy vocal harmony, Bamboo's interpretation had more of an angst or the anger needed for the song's message to resonate far beyond activist circles. Dongeto today can only laugh at how younger Filipinos now think that the song is Bamboo's, but then again, he is happy that it became popular again with Bamboo's version because the message still rings true. Maybe even more so now in the age of extrajudicial killings. Take for example the second verse. Totoy, makinig ka. Huwag ka magpagabi. Baka mapagkamalan ka tumandusay dyan sa tabi. Bamboo's version for me had more of a sense of foreboding compared to Buklod's original version. And so it goes for the rest of the song that 30 years later still captures the state of our unequal society. Song number three, Kahit Maputi na Buko by Noel Cabangon. Ray Valera wrote this song for a teenage Sharon Coneta back in the 1970s 
and it helped make her one of the most popular singers at that time. Fans then were enamored by the innocence, the hope for a love that will never die or fade with time. It became a certified karaoke staple, and given its familiarity, it can be quite a challenge to give it a new spin, especially that it has been reinterpreted over and over again. But Noel Cabangon, who went solo after Buklod, was able to do just that when he entered the mainstream in 2009 on the strength of his acoustic version of Kahit Maputina Ang Buko. He gave it a male point of view, so to speak, which was greatly appreciated by fans, especially at the time when there was a return to the pared-down acoustic sound, thus the robust sales of Noel's album. I particularly liked the stanza in the middle of the song where Noel sang about bringing back the past and reminding his love of her promise to love him until his hair turns white. Ang nakalipas ay ibabalik There is something about his school tenor and perhaps the age and experience that make the song that much more believable compared to Sharon's version, as special as it was. Since Noel's album came out, Kait Maputina Ang Buhok Ko has become one of Noel's most requested songs, and he credits it for introducing to a wider market and to a new generation of listeners who may not even know that it was first sung by a young Sharon Coneta. The fourth song on my list is Bakit Ngayon Ka Lang by Freestyle. Bakit Ngayon Ka Lang was co-written by Aaron Paul and Augie Alcasid. Aaron Paul is the composer behind such hits as Donna Cruz Kapag Tumibok Ang Puso and Ariel Rivera's Minsan Lang Kita Iibigin. Bakit Ngayon Ka He also wrote Ogi's first major single, Nandito Ko. This collaboration, released in 1993, was written before Aaron Paul migrated to the U.S. It was like a swan song for the two of them. These were the days before Augie became really big in comedy and more known as a singer of love songs. And Bakit Ngayon Kalang was right up there with his other songs. Bakit Ngayon Kalang was a hit then for Augie, who was just earning a reputation for singing heartfelt romantic tunes and also writing his own music. But it became a go-to song of most Filipinos only after it was sung live and arranged as a duet 
by Freestyle and Pauz Hernandez in 2001. Freestyle was one of the hottest bands in the late 1990s to the early 2000s, while Pops was known as the concert queen. To say that it became a monster hit after they did their version is definitely an understatement. What made Freestyle and Pops Fernandez' version irresistible was the arrangement as a duet, which has become quite rare. And given the lyrics that talk about the regret of having perhaps met the right person at the wrong time, lent itself well to a call-and-answer type that Freestyle stopped Susara and Pops Fernandez did undeniably well. And finally, my fifth choice for a revival done right is Manila Girl by Putreska. For many Filipinos, this is the definitive ska song. But it was not written that way. For those in the know, Manila Girl was actually a punk song by the revered urban bandits and released in the 1980s when punk and the synthesizer-driven new wave sound loved by Gen Xers were all the rage. Punk is loosely defined as an aggressive form of rock music that usually touches on political subjects and commentaries on society's ills. To many, punk music captures best teen rebellion and alienation. Ska, on the other hand, is made for dancing, combining elements of Caribbean music with American jazz and rhythm and blues. The music is described as upbeat, quick, and exciting, which is precisely what Putresca did with Manila Girl, helping it earn its title in 1995 of Best New Artist and Best Live Act. Putresca stood out in the 1990s because of its irresistible rhythm and its heavy use of horns in a moving bass line. They made Manila Girl a monster hit, which should make Arnold Morales, the leader of both bands, happy indeed. As to why he let Putresca use it as its first single from its debut album, Morales just said in an interview that it was, and I quote, because of its power, which was fully unleashed using the elements of ska. You can tell the stark difference in the treatment of the two songs from the get-go. The opening chords with the use of horns and percussion guaranteed to get you up in dancing, which is not quite the same reaction you'll get with Urban Bandit's original version. Hey! 
These five songs prove that with a vastly different arrangement and with a spirited and unique interpreter, an old song can be refreshed and be made new again, perhaps made even better. And that's our second episode of Oxlang, Season 2. Ang Oxlang ay isang podcast ng Philippine Daily Inquirer powered by Puma Podcast. Do you agree with my list? Let me know by commenting on the Facebook page of Inquirer Podcasts. And tell me what your favorite cover songs are. Let's make a playlist. Once again, I'm your host, Tina Arceo Dumlao. Huwag kalimutang mag-subscribe sa Oxlang on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Hanggang sa susunod na episode, mabuhay ang OPM. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 